0: It's the Reality Breached Local Spotlight. We had a chance to sit down with one of the coolest men in Jackson, Silent G himself, Garrett Lee. We talk about Jackson Indie Music Week, how he became a DJ, and his work to unite the Jackson area. It's it's a great conversation we had at the Flamingo. Uh, Check that place out. Hope you enjoy this episode of the Local Spotlight.
1: Welcome to Reality Breach Local Spotlight. Um I stole this from DC Merrill, nothing but illustrious guests, sue me, copyright me, whatever you want to do. Um we're sitting here at the Flamingo and this this dude right here, let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something. If y'all don't know this man right here, I don't know what you're doing. If you haven't seen him out there busting the ones and twos, I hope I said that right in the DJ community. Or seen him uh on 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 the social media promoting and and just being an activist and and being smarter than everybody else because he actually knows his shit. Or, That's true. I'll or, accept that. <laughs> or or being a fantastic husband, or being a great educator, or being uh, just oh, an an Is that a good word to use? Part of uh, of of Gym week, ladies and gentlemen. Solid G, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Gerard. Gerard. I keep saying their name wrong. I apologize. I'm not looking at him during this introduction, so it's great. Um, Silent G, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing, brother? Oh, i you with Sergio, too. My bad. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm oh, here. yes. Sergio. I thought you were talking about Sergio the whole time. Nah, I, I didn't realize you were talking man. about me. Um, I, got so
1: indulged, like, I got so into talking well, about you. Well, I feel you. like I
2: don't even need to talk now because you introduced me so well that I can't really live up to any of that. Never so, lost um, with the introductions. <laughs> that was dope. What's up, guys? Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This, I'm happy to be here.
0: This is the first time we've had someone back on at the local spotlight because you technically were on it last year
2: that's right during any music week yeah that right yeah yeah i remember um standing outside of 119 pretty drunk and you were holding a <laughs> microphone in front of my face and you're like talk about any music week i was like yeah and that's right yeah definitely yeah that's right that was um yeah almost a year ago like 10 months ago yeah, yeah. that's what's up that's and that shows the, the journey
1: the journey we made, podcasting wise, that was early on for you guys, yeah, right? Yeah. It, was, yeah, it was very
2: early on. You guys were so excited then. I remember that. And no, now, um, now we're just might.
0: jaded and broken.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm that way <laughs> with our podcast. We're so jaded that we don't even <laughs> record anymore. So, um, or we having in a few weeks? So, I feel you. It'll happen. But don't don't give up. We gave up. Don't give up. <laughs> We were like, we'll quit when no one asks us why we're not recording and no one asks us where the episodes are. So we're like, fuck it. We just won't record anymore. The next time somebody asks, then we'll record another episode. Got to be wanted. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm a sensitive dude, man. Like, I need need to feel that, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So for our
1: listeners, um, I did a quick introduction. Uh, You could do it in more detail. Um, Let our listeners know who you are.
2: Yeah, so, um, I go by Silent G, uh, that's my, um, name under which I do DJing and event promotion and on the podcasts and stuff. So, um, by day I'm a history professor at a local community college, um, and then on the evenings or weekends and everything, um... I do a lot of uh, promotion of local events. So we do a lot of uh, music, a lot of uh, visual art shows, Um, anything we can do just to promote the culture around the city is like cliche as that sounds now. But um, (laughs) we uh, so like coming up, we did any music week. This is our fourth year coming up in January. It's a whole week of music all over the city. Um, We got price to move in December. Um, That's our local art show that features uh, this year's gonna be about three dozen local artists and they have to price all all of their work, a um, hundred dollars or below, um, and we—this is year nine that we've done that. So it's two nights at Lucky Town. Um, this is our second year at Lucky Town, and we sell every year. We break the record. I think we did about twelve thousand dollars worth of art, and all being like a wow. hundred or less. And, and that money goes. Um, every bit goes to the artist except a little bit we pull out to pay like the music or whatever so no gallery fees nothing like that so it started kind of small nine years ago and we've grown it every year so those are the two events that um i'm most associated with now Um, as i was talking to you earlier um i've been trying to pull back a little bit on just doing one-offs and stuff like that right try to do just a few of those a year but um if it's a hip-hop thing in town or a visual art thing in town uh there's a pretty good chance that me and the people around me have some kind of hand in it in some some way. You know, I'm a behind-the-scenes guy. I don't have any musical talent at all other than being able to, like, push buttons and DJ. So I don't really, I don't draw or paint. I don't really create anything. But what I can do is create um, spaces for people to do stuff, you know. And I can create events for people to do stuff. And it's so important um, in a place like Jackson um, to create places where people couldn't do stuff normally, you know. So, like, putting on hip-hop shows and fondering and, you know, it's something that I have to, I can use my privilege in that way to like open doors for people and stuff. Yeah. So that's something that's really important to me. Um, and like I said, I turned 40 in a few weeks. I'm trying to pull back a little bit, but uh, like I was telling you earlier, nowadays I just like being able to go places and just be a fan again. I haven't been able to do that in a while locally. So, um, yeah, I stay pretty busy and, uh, you know, we work on a lot of like political and social stuff as well. So I just, I like to be there. I just like to be part of it and help connect people and uh, people know who I am and that's helpful for promoting other people's stuff as much as I can. So I guess, and then I have, we have the podcast Comprehensive Beatdown. We've done like 120 something episodes, but not one in a few weeks. Um, Actually about a month now. And then I have a record label in a production company and everything in the pins company me and my wife do the enamel pins on um, the right. city pins so Got a couple of
1: those yeah yeah, yeah so
2: <laughs> we uh we just put in our order we do um series and so we just put in our order we did um it's a three piece and a biscuit so it's a little uh, a chicken tenders box with french fries and a biscuit so it's the three piece and a biscuit series those will be out um, in december for price to move yeah so, yeah, I guess that's everything, pretty much, that I do, I suppose. Other than that, I'm just hanging around and get drunk around the city. That's, yeah. People are used to seeing me drinking. I do in places. that, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Like, people will text me if there's, like, something going on, and they were like, why aren't you out here getting drunk? It's like, well, I'm at this other place. Drinking. Getting drunk. You know what yeah. I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. So, it's funny that that's, like, what's expected at some point. is like, it's not an event unless I'm there, like, getting drunk in the parking lot in front of your show or whatever. Right.
1: <laughs> Wait, is G here? No. Nah, we ain't, we ain't. Nah, we're gonna go wherever else. Nah, if you ain't got a, if you ain't got, if you ain't got a a a beer in the left hand.
2: Yeah, I just and need like Miller Lights for three dollars or less, and then I'll fuck with you. You know, yeah. cause I'll hang around. Yeah, <laughs> that's a high bar, real high <laughs> bar. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so let's
1: so let's talk about uh flamingo because you said something that was really dope, mm-hmm. like hip hop shows. Fondren, yeah, which you don't see a lot of right to like Flamingo. I mean, House and Habanas did a couple, but, um, I mean, but not on the scale of what you guys do,
2: right? So, um let me say as far as the flamingo goes we opened it in October mm-hmm. um, and me and my main partner we left in the day to day operations in May um, but we yeah. still put events on here from time to time just got, like I was telling you earlier just got out of the day to day it's you know there's been a lot of issues over the years with this neighborhood and the way it's transitioning and pop, you know the gentrification issues in certain parts of the neighborhood right. um, where there would be there was a big issue several years ago where a hip-hop performance as part of a fine Thursday, caused a lot of ruckus. But even before that, um, I've been putting on hip-hop shows and fondren at Sneaky Beans for years, since at least, like, 2011, 2012, or something wow, like that. Okay. Yeah, so, again, that's just, I know the owner, I'm good friends with the owner, and he would let us do stuff there, you know what I'm saying? So, but it wasn't, like, regular, and like you said, Hops was doing stuff when Seco was there, um, and then here, that was one of the things um, that we really wanted to do, is offer that space, you know, so when I first got into doing music stuff in Jackson, one of the first people I met with was uh, Kamikaze and he was like, um we sat down and he was like, you're going to be important because you're a white dude that can get black people into white spaces. You know what I'm saying? Because, and then I can also like get rock bands hooked up with rappers and stuff. I I see myself as kind of like using my privilege as a bridge, you know what I'm saying? So, um, that's one of those things. It's like, you build up trust with people. I can use that privilege to say, Hey, I'm going to put this show on. And they're like, well, as long as you're putting your name on it, it'll be cool. It'll be straight. You know, we're not that worried about it. So, um, been you know that was the thing, and then here especially the flamingo, we, you know we've done all kinds of different stuff here. You know hip hop shows are part of it, um, and, um, and just other like up and coming rock bands that wouldn't have a place to play, you know, because Jackson's cool, and the music scene's cool, but there's not an infinite amount of places for people to play, right, you know. Right, right. And we really um, we got DJ Young Venom sitting over here listening to us talk, but that was you know the model <laughs> at Offbeat as well was like providing space, um, especially you know with his space for um, young artists of color, you know. Mm-hmm to use that social justice warrior term but I'll use it. Um, so, you know, are providing space for that um, and then, you know, places for performance for young artists who normally we've put on stuff here that was just like first show that some dude that wants to have a record label is putting on and stuff, and it's it's never that great, but they get to do it, you know, and the, we all had yeah. to do our first show somewhere, and someone had to allow us to do it, you know, so um, when I was here, that was very important to us, and making sure we had art hung that was not really had a venue otherwise, and then, yeah, at that point, it was us over here and Offbeat over in Midtown were like the two spots that that kind of thing was happening at, so we took that very seriously, um, and in the side events that I do, I still, that's something I try to take very seriously. So, yeah.
0: Just don't. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> it, it, like it's funny that you say uh, you're a white guy who can get the attention of the white people to. Mm-hmm like basically blend the culture. Right. Because Jackson is, is is very much divided on a lot of different things. Yeah. Especially central Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Just this whole area is. Uh, and you being the, kind of the glue between the two? Yeah, I don't, you know...
2: Certainly not the only person. That's oh, doing no, no, that, right? no, Absolutely have There's a, yeah, there's a not. crew no, no, of no. people. And you used the word blend earlier, which is interesting because in 2010, me and Cody Cox, um, who was in the band Furrows, he's in the band Passing Parade now. Mm-hmm. Um, big name in Jackson. He's opening up a bake shop in Bellheven Heights called Urban Foxes uh, by the end of the year. Shout out to him. But we started we started a music series, a concert series called The Blender. And the idea was to bring. Yep. That's funny you use that word. Um, <laughs> so we uh, the idea was to have a a couple hip-hop artists, a couple rock artists, get them together, put them on the bill, and then get them to collaborate on stage. And so we did... I don't know, eight or ten of those in the past three years and then four counting this coming up January. The blender is the central piece of uh, Jackson Indy Music Week on Wednesday night. So we do a two or three venue blender all around downtown with the intent purpose of mixing up those genres. So what we were, our thing was, is like when I met Cody, it was through doing shows and stuff. And this was back when I was writing it, uh, the free press back in the day, um, but he was, you know, we knew some people, and I didn't know hardly any of the rock and roll crew, and so I got in with him, and I was like, why don't we just start making sure that every show we put on has, you know, bringing other people in, because Jackson, you talk about Central Mississippi, the thing with Jackson is we're a big blue dot and a big-ass sea of red, yes. you know what I'm saying? And yes. so a lot of that has to do with the, the racial makeup of the city and things like that, but it's a, you know, were are we, 79, 21 percent or whatever, black to white or whatever in the city, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is, so it's that, but the then um <laughs> people are feel segregated because of that right and so we mm-hmm. made it and we intended you know intentionally did that and then what we found out was a few years after us doing that you would look up and there would be like a hip-hop show that I'm putting on and like members of three different rock bands are there just because they played a show together within a year you know and so yep, yep. people started just working together and things like that so if you would have asked me like six or seven years ago I would have taken a little bit more credit for it for having the idea but now it's just become very organic you know what I'm saying where like people know each other and you'll go to a, me and my uh, wife do this all the time. We'll go to an event and be like, wow, it's weird that there's nothing but rock bands on this bill or nothing but rappers <laughs> on this bill. Cause that's kind of rare now. People yeah. try to make an intent effort to like, you know, mix up genres and stuff like that. So, um, that's something that, you know, anyone can put on a show, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, at the end of the day, it's fairly easy to do, as long as you have a venue to do and a little, you know, a little know-how. But doing something unique with it is what's a little bit more difficult, you know? Um, and, again, yeah. I, it's, it's dope because it's become kind of integral to the scene and become pretty normalized to the scene. And it's kind of a vision we had a while back ago. So I like that, yeah. That's what's up, man. Uh, what, what got you into DJing? DJing? Yeah. So, um, I wanted to DJ. I've always wanted to DJ because I certainly can't rap. When I was in high school, I like strummed on the acoustic guitar to like try to be chicks. And stuff. <laughs> this was in the 90s. So, you know, i like learned a couple Nirvana songs. Oh, pretty.
1: Yeah. I got a song. Right, yeah. It's called Water. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, it's like, I'm so sad. I'm so very sad, you know. Um, but I found out that. Uh, was not meeting any girls doing that? You know, so uh, I grew. You know, my love always has been since I was 11 years old. Is hip hop is what I got into, and that got me into all the other. That got me into the culture I'm into, and the, all the other music I'm into. So I wanted to DJ, and actually in 1998, Eight or 89 was on college I got turntables um, and they were just like a shitty thing ordered out of the back of a magazine or something you know this was like before the internet was like really popping off so I got these turntables and I just couldn't do it like I don't have the rhythm I had just it's, I, you know I can't count stuff so I actually gave them to my little brother who you know is bric-a-brac and he's yes. like an amazing DJ turntablist <laughs> now and so he used to use my shitty little turntables until he got good ones and that's what he learned to DJ on so I was like well fuck my little brother is like way better than I am you know <laughs> <laughs> so, and m- many years. So it's always something I wanted to do. I just like the idea of like, since I can't create anything really, I just don't have any original thoughts in my head. Like people are like, no, it's like no, no, seriously. Like you, people hear tunes in their head or hear like poems. And I, none of that for me. You know, so I, I, I can understand, right? Completely, yeah. So, yes. but I was like, but what I do is I spend all my time listening to music and going to see live music. So I think I could express some something through playing other people's music. And so within the past i don't know it's about five or six years ago i realized that you can dj without having much skill and the reason (laughs) that is is because of computers and so like a macbook pro and a couple like midi pads and a little know-how with the software then i can um you know i was rocky starting off i've gotten to the point where i'm really confident at it and i can really do it you know and i really enjoy it, it creating sets but the computer does a lot of the work. Like I can't do like young venom and bric a and them and like count out the beat and like line up everything, you mm-hmm. know, the, but I can tell the computer to do that for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, hey, yep. um, it's funny cause you know, in the nineties, you know, it's all about keeping it real and you're like, fuck, if you're not like on straight up vinyl and, <laughs> da, da, da. and then I was like, well shit, I can DJ on a computer. I'm all about computers now. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, and it's what I was like I was telling you earlier, that's what I really like to do now. Like I'd much rather like just show up and DJ than I would wow. like put on at my own event anymore, you know. Right. So yeah, so it was something I always wanted to do and I finally the technology caught up with my limited abilities and allowed me to do it. I mean literally that's what happened. You know, right. yeah, as goofy as that sounds, but that is literally what happened. Yeah. But I do have a you know I don't have some people like who don't know me very well know me. They're like, "Oh yeah, you're that DJ guy." And I was like, "What I like to say is, I'm not a DJ, but I DJ. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a DJ, but I can verb DJ. You know, uh-huh. I can do the act of it, but I'm not like a DJ. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You. So yeah. I, I still like have enough keep it real in the back of my head to be like, don't tell these motherfuckers you're a DJ. Wait, you know keeping it real goes wrong, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm like, when keeping it real goes computer is basically. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Reality Breached is proud to present The Black Pocket Podcast starring Reality Breach's own Robert Morris. Robert is joined by local artist Justin Ransburg. And local DJ, Ryan Donche Weary. The Black Pocket tackles topics such as geek culture, art, music, movies, TV, and most importantly, the ever-growing culture of Jackson, Mississippi. The Black Pocket Podcast can be found on realitybreach.com, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or any of your favorite podcast apps. The Black Pocket Podcast, a proud member of the Reality Breach Podcast family. the
1: so, um the gym week gym week's coming up in a few months yeah um how's the preparations for that going are you as involved as you were yeah back um,
2: then, so this will be the fourth year in january uh, number 4 um when we did the first one it was october Of the year, so what was that, 1876, of 2014, and Kamikaze called a bunch of us together and was like, he was working at the city, and he was like, I have this idea, I don't know what it is, but the city's gonna let us do something. So we met, (laughs) it was like right around Halloween, and he was like, we have this date, or this uh, set of dates, and we can do this thing. And we were literally sit, sitting in the back of Sneaky Beans. It was, I think Venom might have been there, a bunch of other DJs and artists and stuff. And we literally created the idea of Indie Music Week right there, and then had two months to plan it um, for January. And we did it, and it was just great. It was just like grimy DIY thrown together. I mean, it was still dope, you know, like it was pretty, you know, felt official. Then the second year, we had the whole year to plan it. And then subsequently, we've had, you know, all year to plan it, so. So we're in the we're about three months out now, or about two and a half months out now. Um yeah. And so we just put out the full lineup. You can go to jxnindiemusic.com. Uh, the lineup's out where uh, you can apply to be a vendor at the shows and volunteer if you want to volunteer and shit like that. So basically it's uh, a Sunday to a Sunday. What is it? The 13th through the 20th, I think. Yeah, I think it's the 13th through the 20th. Yep. And every night there's at least two shows around the city and there's panels. like So we'll have artists and industry people talking on panels and stuff. So it's about... Um, the music uh, there's some visual art components um, and just like spreading as much knowledge as we can we'll have panels that like help people figure out how to promote their music through blogs and podcasts and shit and how to present themselves there's panels um, of producers there's going to be a couple panels in a studio that shows people about properly mixing and mastering their albums which is a big deal you know so um, it's you know I'm one of the, so these days there's three of us who are the three main co-coordinators. So I'm one of the three of the coordinate uh, co-coordinators. Um, so, you know, there's this vision that one day maybe it'll be like Austin City Limits Fest or like, you know, some big thing like that. We're nowhere near that yet, but we do provide the same kind of venue, you know, so the same kind of like um, people can come in. This year we have more out of Mississippi artists than we've ever had. We have different, we do a lot a lot of genre showcases. We've added two new, I think two or three new showcases. Um, people submit their music and we sit down and listen to like 70 plus artists and like place mm-hmm. them at venues and stuff like the, the artists we accept. So, yeah, um, so to your, uh, your question, we are deep in the throes of it right now. But at this point, you know, being the fourth year, it kind of we know what needs to be done each week. Um, we've got more sponsors and more money and in-kind relationships than we've ever had before. So you can just feel it growing. You know, it's cool. know, yeah, yeah, I mean, we're not like making any money off of it or anything, but that's not what it's about at all. You no. know, So, um, but yeah, it's it's dope, and I'm sure we'll talk to you guys that we or you guys will be around oh, that yeah, week. Yeah. Oh a, de- yes, definitely yeah, definitely be around. Yeah. So um, yeah, just kind of excited as we get to this point. I it, you ask me the same question four weeks from now I'm going to be like I'm just ready to get this shit done you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. and so that's where I'll be in like early or like mid November and then by mid January the shit's over and we're thinking about next year you know yeah. so yeah we're in the right now it's kind of the holding phase of like we just got to promote this shit and let
0: people like know what's going on you know so yeah I, I, I saw the list of artists and it was it's long yeah it is there are, there's a lot of people playing that yeah. week yeah
2: um, we've upped it by a few every year that's another thing we didn't want to fall into the trap of was like adding way too many artists in the second year than the third year, you know? Yeah. But it's expansive. There's new venues. Um, there you, when you look at it, you probably notice there's a lot of artists you probably haven't seen before just because there's a lot of out of towners yeah. and shit, you yeah. know? So I think we're probably holding around. 75 to 80 at this point and then when you add in the panelists that are yeah. just going to come talk you get up to around like 100 participants or so you know like between the, the panelists and the artists and stuff like that um, over 7 days that's a lot of energy to corral you know what I'm saying so um, yeah so uh, we're just excited to keep it going you know it's happening um, and yeah i'm already ready to get it over with so yeah <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as it's done you're gonna be like that was great let's do it again yeah as soon as it's over yeah. uh, we usually have that thing where like i'm like fuck everything for like until march and then we can bring it <laughs> back up in march and then by like may and june we're being you know, balls of the wall planning it again you know yeah. What I'm
1: saying? yeah yeah that was that was one artist i still to this day man i still can't pronounce his name it starts with a k but he's from minnesota
2: Oh yeah, um, they're coming back this year, Hope and there's so. another Minnesota artist that I think I think we added a second Minnesota artist. That uh-huh. yeah, they were dope, man, because they came down. And just hung out the whole week. So, like, no, yeah, it was, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he performed and then they just like kicked it. They came to every showcase or most of the showcases, came and did a podcast with us and stuff over at Bo's Place. Uh, um, yeah, Bo's Place. Yeah, it was dope. Um, every time I looked up, they were there, like networking with people and stuff. <laughs> and it's funny. It's funny you say that because when you talk to a lot of people who were there last year, like, four out of ten people will be like, yo, that artist from Minnesota. Like, just because that guy did such a killer job, like, promoting yeah, himself, yeah. you know. Um, Do you, are, wait, were
0: we ever going to figure out who that was? I look can't it remember. up now. Yeah, <laughs> look it up.
2: I can't remember. All these, and that's the other thing. I, I wish I could be more helpful with these names all. No disrespecting one of these names just fucking run together, you know, I, I, I while, can imagine. You know? Yeah. And you said they're going to be back this year? I think they're coming back. I know some people from Minnesota are coming. I can't remember if it's exactly them or their homies yeah. that, um submitted but yeah you know we had submissions i think from at least six or eight different states this year which is a jump up um i think we got louisiana arkansas tennessee minnesota um alabama i think so yeah we're like at a half dozen states or so wow. represented this year yeah and that's cool um definitely we're here to showcase jackson you know what i'm saying but we also want to be more regional if we can so that was a really nice surprise this year to see all of that what
1: about the uh like the venues and stuff like the I remember, I remember last year having to choose like I'm going go to go here and I'm gonna run yeah. Across the street, go over here. Yeah, yeah. And and does, is it still that, that form? Or yeah, is it more- so
2: when you have a week and this isn't the kind of city where you can, like, do a day party on a Wednesday. You yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything's got to be after work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. we try to stagger stuff. So the idea is, like, if you are dedicated and want to try to get to everything, you can catch the first... Hour and a half of one thing and the last hour and a half of another thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And especially when you get to the weekend, um, when things run later, you know what I'm saying? Um, you can um, hit a venue till 10 and go to the other one till midnight or whatever. But yeah, it's the way it's designed, it is impossible to see every minute of everything. You right. know, um, even someone like me that has to run a bunch of the stages and stuff, like I'm running around just like the fans are. You know what I'm saying? It's like, shit, I got to be over at Finian's in like three minutes <laughs> to get shit started. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's cool. And I think when we first started, that was kind of the idea is, like, you're going to have to have overlap. It's like when you go to a music festival, you know, Mm -hmm. and, like, Mm -hmm. let's say you're going to a festival for three days and there's six groups you want to see. And out of those six, four of them are playing within the same two-hour frame. And you got to figure out how Mm -hmm. to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, it's the same kind of – you just know that's going to happen, you know. And so – Uh, again we do a good job we have some showcases that are genre specific or like the women's showcase or like rock showcases and stuff and then others that are all mixed up and that way you don't get stuck just seeing three rock showcases in a row over the week or something like that we put a lot of thought into making sure the lineups are diverse genre wise and uh, gender wise you know things like make sure everything's represented so if you can only come on tuesday night that you'll get to see a bunch of different shit if you can go to two events that night or something. Word. Yeah. So we do put a lot of thought into that. It's not just like I don't think anyone would think it was just like thrown together but it's no no, no. no. Not, I just yeah. wanted
1: to know the mindset. Yeah, there's how, an ethos behind
2: that. it for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um you because know, again if it was um South and I don't want to compare ourselves to South by Southwest, but something like that, you can literally have like a platinum-selling artist play at one o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. You know what I'm saying, and they'll be <laughs> that's like, true, yeah. "Yeah, at a bar." You know what I'm saying, oh. and so that we can't do that here. You know, like that's just not. We couldn't even do like a Wednesday brunch somewhere with artists. You know, it's just not happening. You know what I'm saying? No, so, uh, yeah, and it's, it's just like, it's just
0: a product of the size of the city. You and, know what I'm saying uh, right. And J- at, at at this point, Jackson isn't going to let you just shut it down for a day. Right. 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 And that would be dope. Like if the Wouldn't city was like, "All right, shut it down. We're all
2: gonna do Jackson City Music Week on a Wednesday." You yep. know, that would yep. be really cool. <laughs> yeah,
1: that'd be really dope. Um, for the overall thing, um, for for the overall conversation. Thanks for coming and talking with us, man.
2: Yeah, I'm honored to be here. I appreciate it. It, it was really
1: dope from the from the first time that we met Underground One Nineteen in the corner by the alley where we sat and we talked yeah for the first time, till now, it's been a journey. um Where can we follow you on all your social platforms
2: um it's funny because I don't do anything to like hide myself on social, you know what I'm saying? Right. So <laughs> Instagram, I'm literally Garrett dot Lee, um, G A R R A D dot <laughs> Lee. I think uh, Twitter, I'm silent G M S Facebook, Garrett Lee. Um, and then of course, Jackson, any music, uh, Jackson any music.com. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, follow all that, you know, Jackson, any music on all the platforms. I'm most active on Instagram and Twitter probably, but, um, but yeah, so, what I always tell people is what I try to do is promote other people's stuff as much as possible so if you're like there's nothing to do in Jackson like hop on one of my pages and you'll see shit going on you know what I'm saying I try to like share other people's stuff so yeah finding me on social media will direct you to some shit to do you know what I'm saying yes. like yeah. we we're talking about earlier like there's this whole idea that oh there's nothing to do in jackson is like if there's nothing to do in jackson that just means you're a boring motherfucker you know what i'm it's, saying yeah, or you're not you're, even you're paying not attention yeah you're not yeah looking. and then there'll be shows and people are like well i didn't know about that they didn't advertise it on the radio i'm like what, what do you think it's gonna be what do they have to advertise shit on the radio like for you and the other eight people that are listening to the radio like <laughs> follow like five people on facebook and instagram you'll it's- know what the fuck's going on. It is not hard. I'm not trying to, like, I know people have the issue, you know, finding stuff, but um, it's not hard. It's not hard hard. and there are things (laughs) going on. It's just funny when, like, people are on Facebook bitching about not knowing about a show that had been all over Facebook for the past two months. Who's got nowhere to look? Like, Who the fuck go- are you following? It's like yeah. you're, up there, you're getting thirsty in your ex-boyfriend's DM's like from high school. <laughs> yeah, you don't know that Big Crits playing at Hallamals on a Thursday You know, and I'm the asshole, you know what I'm saying? So, um, Yeah, so again, I say all that um, but you know, follow you know, speaking of social media just because my social media stuff's like more personal than just sharing, you know, than sharing events but you know, if you're wanting to be in the know um, you know, follow Flamingo follow Offbeat for sure, um, follow always uh, promote Concrete Kicks um, over in West Jackson the sneaker store um, the homie Keith over there so just find the stuff you like and follow it and figure out where to go see stuff you know what I'm saying yeah exactly but yeah check us out at any music week and then Price to Move is December 14th and 15th at Lucky Town Brewery Um, always check out Lucky Town Brewery Uh, you know they always got good shit going on as well so yeah that's basically where you can find me I guess that's what's up yeah my name's. Hey. Oh, so <laughs> we got a. Uh, we're about to, s- or they're about to start Marvel trivia at Flamingo. So it's like rowdy as fuck up here right now. Yeah, they um, crunk. Yeah, yeah. It's, they're, they're, lit. they're it's, lit. Oh, it's lit it's now. Lit. My bad. My bad.
1: My bad. I'm oh, still in y- the snap area, Did you era, say
2: crunk? I did. I don't think anything's been crunk since like 2007, I'm bringing man. it like, back,
0: man. Yeah. You got to rotate those things around. Right. Yeah. Which
2: means he's been crunk for 11 straight years. Like yeah. It's yeah. 2007. It's crazy
0: out here. <laughs> It's Kronk out here in <laughs> 2007.
2: Oh, shit. That's all. Oh, funny.
1: man. For Sergio, I've been Robert, and you've been breached, baby.
0: Okay. Don't break it. You just damn. breached the microphone. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. Make sure to visit realitybreach.com for all of our podcasts. The Reality Breached podcast, the Black Pocket podcast, and the Reality Breached local spotlight.